Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Good morning and welcome to the programme. Derville MacDonald sitting in for Claire this morning and coming up on today's show. As prices skyrocket, does the capital have too many hotels or not enough of them? Here we Joe reports this morning that US President Joe Biden is set to visit Ireland for the anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement. Those fruit and bread shortages, Chef Brian McDermott has some recipe ideas using only in-season produce. How problems accessing childcare is a barrier for Ukrainian refugees who are trying to enter the workforce here. Brian O'Connell is going to report on that for us. And the week that saw the Windsor Framework, Electric Ireland's business price cuts and the eviction ban, our Friday gathering, will be here to debate all of the big stories this week. You can text us this morning on 51551, email today cb at rte or on Twitter we are at today with Claire. Well, first of all this morning, drones and Dublin Airport Ryanair has called for the resignation of Minister for Transport Eamon Ryan after drone activity suspended flights at Dublin Airport for a short time yesterday evening. The airport confirmed that flights were suspended from 6.27 to 6.59pm due to confirmed drone activity which was reported to Gardaí. It is the sixth time since early January that flights have been suspended at Dublin Airport due to drone activity and we'll be hearing from the DAA which operates Dublin Airport in just a moment. But first of all, I'm joined by Duncan Smith, Labour TD for Dublin Fingal, and by Simon Calder, travel editor with the London Independent. You're both very welcome. Duncan, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, we heard Michael O'Leary this morning. Ryanair wants action today, right now, no memos, no emergency legislation. What do you want to see happen? Um, good morning, Derval. Uh, I share the urgency uh, to which uh, Michael O'Leary spoke and to which everyone in the aviation industry and aviation workers and indeed customers of Dublin Airport uh, feel that we need to see action on this. We do need legislation, though. It doesn't have to be a protracted process. Uh, we can get legislation through very, very quickly in a matter of a couple of days this week in the Dáil, if needs be. And that's what I want to see. And I think that's something that we can deliver. And as a whip of an opposition party, as a member of the Transport Committee, I'm in a position to be able to provide my support for that and there is a precedent for us being able to get legislation through on an emergency basis and I think this situation uh, equals such an emergency. And there is indeed, we can see legislation brought in overnight when it's required. Do you think this could happen? What's the time frame that you see? Is this a matter of months or are you suggesting that it actually could be a matter of days? We could get this done this week. I mean, uh, I sit on the business committee, which discusses the week's uh, uh, doll schedule. Uh, we have an emergency piece of legislation from the government coming in this week on the Environmental Protection Agency and energy generation that they want to get through all stages Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, we, can provo- we can have the equal amount of urgency placed on a piece of legislation here. If the minister has a memo ready to be agreed by cabinet, it means that we should be very close to having some piece of legislation. So let's like raise the barriers, get 
get the green light going and get the legislation in place because the technology, as we know, uh, for uh, for anti-drone uh, uh, technology is out there. It's being used in other major airports. Uh, it should be being used in Dublin and other Irish airports. So let's get the legislation in place and get it delivered ASAP. We can have this done within a matter of days. Do you, and, and obviously sometimes you can act in, re- in haste and repent at leisure, but do you believe that um, you, there will be appropriate time to do that? Obviously, uh, Michael O'Leary is criticising what he says is the lack of urgency around this. Does he have a point, Duncan? Uh, yes, he does. Uh, it, it, there is there is a, a lack of urgency. I said it's six, it's six times this year. Uh, you know, we've been dealing with and uh, legislating uh, in and around drone technology and passing bylaws at council level for a number of years now. They are a fact of life. So we probably should have already had this in place. But we are where we are. We've had six weeks now, or six incidents over the course of eight weeks so far this year. Uh, we can't have any more. There can't be any more delays. There is a pathway. We're not breaking ground in terms of new technology here. It's being used. Uh, I think we can we can pass legislation quickly and we can put in place uh, a, a state agency, be it the guards, be it the airport police, be it the defence forces, whoever the best place operator should be to ensure that this is being operated correctly. This can be done very, very quickly. This does not have to be and should not be a long drawn out process. And may I just say, we're on the cusp of St. Patrick's Day, which is the step change in terms of how busy our tourism and aviation sector is. So, you know, if this continues at this pattern, it'll impact more people. And we've seen over the course of the evening, we've seen people who are flying back from from Europe for for medical appointments, having to be diverted to Belfast and having those medical, very serious medical appointments having to be rescheduled. The impact that this has on on people uh, trying to come in and leave this country is is huge. So this has to be done as quickly as possible. Okay, well, stay with us, Duncan, and we'll just head over to Simon Calder who knows all about uh, how much uh, disastrous um, it can be for passengers um, and so many when this happens. Simon, what kind of reputational damage could this do to Dublin Airport and, and indeed to the state itself? A really good question, Derville. Now, Dublin is really the success story of Western Europe in terms of aviation, creating a fantastic hub. And indeed, I'm speaking to you from Luton Airport. Last time I was here, it was to fly on Ryanair to Dublin to connect with an Aer Lingus flight to Chicago because, of course, I love the pre-clearance for the US. I love the fact that um, I avoid UK air passenger duty. It's a, a dream result. However, I only make that journey because I know that it's 99 point something percent likely that Ryanair is going to deliver me on time to Dublin. If I start thinking there is a chance that I'm going to be ending up in Belfast or Shannon or Cork um, and I'm going to miss my very my, my, my flight and um, lose my money, I'm not going to do that. So it is absolutely and, crucial that this is acted on as soon as possible. And obviously that's speaking to, to Dublin's reputation as an international hub. But look, I mean, it's bad, but um, it's not as bad as Gatwick. I know that's no excuse. But uh, what happened there when it got subject to a much more intense um, experience than, than we have even experienced to date. Oh, sure. You're giving me a flashback anxiety here. <laughs> will take me back to the week before Christmas, December 2018, when the UK's second biggest airport closed down for effectively the best part of three days in the busiest week of the year or of the winter before Christmas. Um, tens of thousands of people had their plans torn up. Um, over a thousand flights cancelled. Tens of millions of euro in cost to the airline. And this, and I will remind um, uh, the, the political community, this is with 
pretty robust rules already in place mm. about drones. It was simply they couldn't find the flipping thing. And um, there's still some and, conspiracy and did, theories which say it never existed. Did, did they ever get to the bottom of what actually happened at Gatwick? No, I mean, a couple of people were arrested um, completely mistakenly and quickly released. Nobody actually knows. Now, aviation is incredibly risk averse, and that's why it has such fantastic safety reputation. Ryanair, of course, the safest airline in the world in terms of the number of um, passengers flown without a single fatal incident. So, um, yeah, of course, people are going to err on the side of caution. But once you start getting into diversions, every single one um, it causes problems for a hundred and something passengers. It costs the airlines um, thousands of euros in cost, and as we were hearing, you know, it messes up uh, people's plans. Perhaps important uh, business appointments or much more important hospital appointments. Yeah. So it has to be dealt with. And I, I'm kind of sitting here at Luton Airport watching this and thinking, oh dear, um, I hope they get it sorted out soon. And and look, I mean, you know, listening to uh, Michael O'Leary on RT's Morning Ireland this morning, you know, he was drawing comparisons with other airports. He was saying that, you know, that uh, technology, uh, technology, um, anti-drone technology supported by AirCore is an operation in other airports. So we're not alone in encountering um, illegal drone activity. But 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 how do we fare uh, compared to the, the international experience? Well, 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 look, it is actually still a very, very um, limited event. And it's really only Gatwick's um, had the most problems. And we're talking here worldwide. Um, uh, Heathrow had um, you know, a few a few skirmishes. Um, they've both got very good drone technology. Basically, you phone up Israel and um, uh, they charge you however many uh, million euro to uh, get the kit in, which, of course, they've got to defend Tel Aviv Airport. Um, but it's it, it, it is just awful that that a single um, piece of equipment, which a lot of people would characterise as a toy, is capable of causing so much harm. And it really does, it, you know, given that the potential losses to Dublin Airport, to the aviation sector more widely in Ireland, um, investing those millions um, uh, could well pay off. But it's a real shame that you have to do that. And, and it almost doesn't bear thinking about, but what are the risks that um, these um, drones present? Um, you know, often when you're up in a plane, you just... You think of the expertise that those pilots have and, and you can sit back and not worry. But what are the risks that uh, the safety risks that they present uh, when once a player's a plane is airborne or indeed when it's trying to land? Well, look, uh, there, there will be engineers, airport airline people who know much more than me. But ultimately, um, these are can be pretty chunky pieces of kit. And if they get caught up in an engine, you absolutely do not need that. They they could damage a, a, a windscreen or, or on a, a flight deck. There's all sorts of things that could happen. And because you know, nobody wants to get involved in anything like that, there is always an abundance of caution. So... Again, I would have absolutely no problem stepping on any flight um, go, going to Ireland from here. Um, I'll certainly be safer than I was uh, cycling up here. Um, but, uh, but but it's just because aviation is so completely safety obsessed. Um, that's why these issues can have such an impact. Yeah, well, now, and we're also joined on the line by Graeme McQueen, who is spokesperson for the DAA, which operates Dublin Airport. Uh, good morning, Graeme. You're, you're just fresh out of a meeting with uh, government, with Minister Eamon Ryan, the various authorities on how to tackle this. Can you tell us what has emerged from that meeting? Yeah, good morning, Devil. Yeah, my colleagues, I just finished that meeting now. I think that 
word I would use is frustration. I think there's frustration all round that this has happened again. As your previous callers have said, you know, six times in the last eight weeks we've had disruption. That's hugely inconveniencing our passengers. Um, so what we heard in the message uh, in the meeting today was really a fresh commitment that we're going to get to grips with this. I think I've heard Michael O'Leary's comments this morning. The feedback we got this morning is that the minister is absolutely uh, going to make something happen here that's going to correct this, and hopefully we can get rid of drones as an issue at Dublin Airport. I would make the point, though, this isn't just a Dublin Airport issue. It's a statewide issue. For the moment, the drones are focusing on Dublin Airport, but this could happen at any airport in the state. It could happen at any big event. We're talking there about Joe Biden potentially coming to the country. These are big events that drones could impact. So the sooner that we get legislation and the mechanisms in place to take drones down out of the sky, the better for everyone. I I know you feel uh, frustrated, but uh, in any sense, do you feel embarrassed DAA operates uh, Dublin Airport. The notion that uh, the only uh, power it has at the moment to do is detect drones and not act on them for the ordinary person uh, listening might just think, you know, wait, what? Well, Luca, I think the, the good news is that we are spotting them six times in the last eight weeks. Our mechanisms that we have in place, the D-drone system and the visual spotting that we do is able to spot these drones. So it's, we're very, very effective at what we do. What we now need is a state agency, whether it's us or the, or, or the guards or, or whoever else, to have the ability to take those drones out of the sky. That would mean we don't have to stop operations. It would mean we don't have that message going abroad that we, we've stopped operations for 30 minutes, six times in eight weeks. So the sooner we can get to that point, the better for everyone. And is it, as uh, Michael O'Leary said this morning, he also put a cost on it, said it would only cost 100 grand. He said uh, only four weeks to train up the police force or whoever else it would be required to do it. He said it's relatively easy to implement the anti-drone technology if the airport are given the power to do so. Just listening to what Simon said about Gatwick, one of the biggest international um, airports on the uh, European continent, do you agree that it is easy? Well, I'm not sure I'd use that word, but look, I think that there's, there's, there's cases there where this has been solved before. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. I think we look quite enviously now at what's happened at the London airports. They've corrected the issue. They don't have the problem, and that's the position that we want to get to. So whatever it costs, I think we need to put this infrastructure in place, get the legislation in place that allows us to bring, bring drones down, and that will mean we won't have any more drone disruption, not just at Dublin Airport, but, but all around the country. And this, uh, if there is a new state agency, if we get uh, anti-drone technology, how soon do you think it could be operational, mindful of what Duncan said there about our, our, our biggest uh, uh, tourism uh, uh, event going to be happening um, later this month? Well, look, we'd be hoping it's weeks, not months. Uh, I think there, there's what we've heard from the minister this morning, though, is he's absolutely up for solving this problem. So that's good news. And we'll continue to work with him and his colleagues and also the IAA to make sure that we get a solution in place. And hopefully we're not back on your show anytime soon talking about drone disruption at Dublin Airport. But, at the, you know, as we said at the outset, you're in charge of the operation of, uh, of Dublin Airport. Do you speak to your colleagues around the world and how they deal with uh, drones, you know, particularly countries that have very, very high security risks, much higher than, than ours, how they're dealing with it? Yeah, we'd, we'd be speaking to our colleagues all the time, you know, the other European airports and how they deal with it. And I think there's stuff that we can learn. We're obviously behind some airports, the likes of the ones in London. So absolutely there's stuff that we can learn as an airport and also that we can learn as a state as to how we deal with drones going forward. Yeah, Kevin Byrne, uh, the aviation safety expert, was on this programme before talking about um, alternative technologies such as radiation guns that can take down drones and nets that can be um, fired at them. Um, have you looked into any of those technologies? Have you done a, a cost benefit analysis of them and their use? 
Look, I think we've looked loosely at potential solutions and we've passed these on to the government. But at, at the moment, we could have all these solutions sitting on our desk right now, but we're not able to use them because we don't have the legislation, we don't have the system in place that would allow us to do that. So for the moment, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at the skies all the time. We've got our D-drone system where we see a drone, we can act on that if we need to pause operations like last night we do, but we don't have the ability to use any of those tools or equipment in order to bring the drones down. Is, is that, a, look, as, as a passenger, as, as, you know, as, as the authority, is it not a shocking state of affairs in, in 2023 that you have no power to actually stop or take you know, down these drones? Look, I mean, in the interest of public safety, if a dro- what do you do when a drone comes in if, if you don't have the alternative to, um, to close your airspace? What happens then? Well, look, that, that's the situation we have at the moment, and that's what we need to correct. That's what we've been talking to the minister about this morning. And again, I'd reiterate, all minds are concentrated on solving this problem. So hopefully this will be rectified soon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, we appreciate that. That is Graham McQueen uh, from Dublin Airport Authority, Duncan Smith, and Simon Calder, travel editor with the London Independent. Thank you all for joining us. We're going to take a quick break. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.